So if Ekans is snake backwards and Arbok is cobra backwards, then what about Muck? Welcome to Daycare Dittos. Welcome. How's it going, everybody? Good. How about it's you, going. Sarah? It's going. It's going. It's going. I had you... a day off today, so it was a little oh. disorienting. Excellent. Um, yeah. Execute. Um, <laughs> so, in uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, one of the uh, the uh, totem master for uh, the uh, water gem, uh, her name is Lana. So spell that backwards. Oh, Nala. <laughs> like a. Uh... Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Aval. <laughs> For in my head, I was like, oh, like Nala, like the Lion King. And then I was like, my head was just like, no, not the beloved Disney character. Fucking in the ass, you idiot. <laughs> Come on, Dave, take a hint already. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, there's probably no other funny Pokemon backwards, but I'm really, I sure am thinking of them right now. <laughs> I, uh, I, I searched during the intermission for that. Oh, Tid. <laughs> that's, that's ditto. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this podcast is called. We're talking about the, uh, snake Pokemon. Yeah. Things that you could spell backwards. This is a literary podcast. My name is yeah. Re- Retep. I'm I am. Paris. Ooh, I'm a vad. Ooh, that's like very uh, that's very um, like bougie. Or I could be Devad, which is somebody I actually know. I know yeah. somebody named Devad, which I is weird because <laughs> we are very much the opposites of each other in many you different ways. Certainly are. <laughs> which one's the evil one? That's always the question. But Never speaking a bad of thing. speaking of evil. This is a Pokemon that shows up and it's just up to no good right off the bat in the anime and uh, in the Pokedex too. The Pokedex is just like, he'll eat your fucking baby. <laughs> hey, keep a close eye on your eggs. Yeah, this guy sucks your eggs. Go suck an egg. Remember in the 90s with like movies like Jonathan Taylor Thomas would tell everybody? Yeah. Or maybe not him, but like, you know. Yeah. There were so many Jonathan Taylor Thomases Fuck in that era. Fuck me gently era. with a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> Go suck an egg, Grandma. <laughs> Whatever um, you say, Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're uh, Pokemon number 23 and 24. Um, Ekans, the snake Pokemon, and Arbok, the cobra Pokemon. And it's cool because you know how, like, Pokemon usually take something and they, like, mix it up to be fantastic? Not this time. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's just a snake. Well, one thing that I was really interested in uh, with these two guys is that, uh, yes, one of them is just a, a, a rattlesnake. And, yes, one of them is just a king cobra. But their dimensions are also very similar to a rattlesnake and a king cobra. <laughs> like they, they 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 just took the the measurements and they were like, yeah, yeah, just make them snakes. <laughs> yeah. What are we gonna what are we gonna name them? Just name just fucking call it snake. 
backwards, and they're like, though. shit, we're going to get in trouble. Just right, I don't know, just right it backwards. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's crazy because even in Japan, they kind of like half-assed it. I, I like, didn't even write down their uh, uh, other names, if they even had any. I they do. They, okay. Ekans, which is also the name of uh, Ekans in the beta, is Arbo. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what Ekin, uh, Arbok is named? Oh, this one's the best. In in Japan? Sarah, tell them. Uh, it happens to be um, very, very um, complicated. His name in Japan is Arbok. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I get it. Like this time it's like, you see anytime there's like a website, you know when it's like top 10 things that'll make you shit your ass about Pokemon. You never heard these. And it's like, it's always like Ekans is snake backwards. So you're like, oh, okay. Like that's, it's always the fact that they do. Yeah. But like at one point though, I was hearing that fact for the first time and it, blew my mind so yeah yeah what was your reaction actually the first time you heard that ekans was snake backwards and arbok was cobra backwards because i was jaw to the ground i was like oh my god that was a uh, i am today year old moment (laughs) i'll i'll tell you what i thought i can tell you exactly what i said are you ready yes i'm ready snake snake (laughs) oh it's a snake I know it's a reference to something, but I don't know it. That old uh, internet video? Uh, Badgers, 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 badgers. Oh, yeah! Mushroom, mushroom. Yeah. I forgot about that part. Yes. Yeah. That is what he said. That is what Peter said. It was uh, like uh, uh, an old Flash video where if you listened to it for long enough the um video and the uh audio would desync so that they're uh you know they're they're playing at different parts and i just keep that on an infinite loop while doing my homework because i thought it was the the coolest video ever yeah and that's definitely proven um and i, I mean, think that ekans is the coolest pokemon ever well i mean do you really though he's breaking new grounds sarah <laughs> newgrounds.com I'll give it to him at least. Peter, you're the man now, dog. <laughs> at least Ekans is. It's a purple. trap. <laughs> They're the yeah. Mario twins. They look the same. <laughs> I, I I I love their their color palette. Uh, yeah. I, same. I, I love um. I I love their uh their Pokemon cry in the anime. I think. Well, yeah. Ekans. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I, you know, I thought it was cool that in the, the first two games they had, um, like, uh, any Pokemon that had, like, a signature move back in the day, I was all about. So, Ekans and Arbok could, uh, glare at you, and I was just like, oh, cool, nobody else can learn that? These guys are special. Um. I remember finding one, or actually... What is their availability in Pokemon Red? I think they are one of the version exclusives. Yeah, but are they exclusive to blue slash green? Oh, Let's I don't know. Up. Let's find out. Um, all I know that uh, this is great uh, podcast, by the way. Um, 
Um, hey, they know what they're in for. Yeah, Red Exclusive. Red Exclusive, yeah. So I remember finding them uh, and being like, oh, my God. It's like Team Rocket. It's a you know poison what? Pokemon. This is going to be insane. And It's uh, also um, it's also a Pokemon Eevee. Let's go Eevee exclusive also. Oh, they kept that the same. Yeah. But the thing is, like, it just doesn't really pack a punch and get you anywhere in the game. Like, it shows up at a point where, like, just a poison Pokemon... Because, like, if you're a poison Pokemon in this game, you got to have some other moves because mm-hmm. poison sting and, like, you could poison things, but there wasn't a lot of poison moves that are really going to get you there. I uh, I did learn um, a little bit about um, Ekans uh, and uh, Arbok. Or I, I learned some general things about Pokemon from looking them up. Um one of them uh, was uh, that eventually they must have agreed with you because in the most recent generation, they boosted Arbuck's base attack by 10 points, which oh, is wow. something that I did not know they did. That nice. they actually uh, look at the stats of a Pokemon and they say, uh, we screwed up back in uh, 1997. <laughs> uh, it's it's time to uh, boost him ever so much, which gives me hope that every Pokemon will eventually get a, a, a similar treatment if they are underpowered. Um, and a lot of Pokemon, they may not get more power, but at least they get their time to shine when like, they get like a Galarian or in a lowland form. And this is also, like, the craziest thing that, like, it blows my mind that they didn't give Ekans and Arbok either or any new forms. Because in the Pokedex um, entries for Arbok, which we'll get to later, they actually have regional forms before it became, like, a real thing in the game. Yeah. And it's just, like, snakes. Like, they are the generic... They threw in Sviper. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. But, like, maybe... No, not even. I'm trying to name other snake Pokemon. There's not... It's just them. It's, like, those three. Like, just give them... Throw them a bone. You gave fucking coughing (laughs) a top hat and, And, like, a little thing. And it's crazy, too, because snakes are, like, relatively popular animals, especially especially in certain cultures and... The tattoo world. Yeah, like, look at tattoos. Like, everybody has a snake tattoo, right? And, like, you just think that they're super badass and, like, cool. And then you have Ekans and Arbok, who are the most mediocre snakes you could think of. Even J-Lo was in the hit movie Anaconda. (laughs) (laughs) And that whole movie, the whole point of that movie is just like, oh, no, a big snake. I think they, uh, Game Freak knew that they perfected uh, the, the species with Ekans and Arbok. And they didn't want to go any further. I think they well, they that. did with Sviper, <laughs> but well, I guess that was just so Zangoose can have a feud. Yeah, they they just wanted uh, in the anime for uh, Jesse to be able to uh, freshen up uh, ever so slightly without uh, changing her entire attitude. It's true. It's true. And also, Let's they not were forget, like, though, the most recent generation does have Silicobra. Oh, that's I forgot true. about Zillacobra. Yeah. It's a cobra that tied itself in a knot like a fucking idiot. Yeah, he looks like he's, like, I, I don't know. He looks like he's drowning in his yesterday's mascara. 
<laughs> and then like he yeah. just kind of got tangled while trying to like fix his hair or something. Team yeah, was a mediocre trying, snake. <laughs> Team L was trying to keep him asleep, but they yelled too loud and he woke yeah. up. I like. I think Team out L. of all the snake Pokemon, I think Surviper takes it away. I don't know. I mean, I always have a soft spot for Ekans, but I think Surviper is. I I would really. argue that Ekans and Arbok were fairly uh, powerful in the first generation, on the merit that Rap was a completely busted move. Yeah. You could uh-huh. keep yeah. on clicking it, and as long as you were faster, and as long as the eighty-five percent chance to hit didn't screw you, that. Uh, your uh, opposing Pokemon couldn't do anything to the point where that was the way that I would boost up my uh, Dratinis and Dragonairs into Dragonites was just um, wrap and then Hyper Beam. (laughs) You'd wrap them until they were uh, low enough and then you'd Hyper Beam and then Hyper Beam in Gen 1, as long as it scored the KO, you wouldn't have to recharge. So... Um, I just think that uh, Arbok could carry you pretty far. I I think that in Gen 1, he had a couple of busted things about him. And um, he may have sucked stat-wise, but he had the heart. He'd hang on. He'd hang in there. He'd wrap around you, and he wouldn't let go. He'd give me an... He'd he'd snuggle me forever. (laughs) Sounds like me with you, Dave. Snuggle into the abyss. Um, he eventually gets some uh, cool newer moves. Um, any l- long, snaky boy Pokemon uh, gets a move now called Coil, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, a good setup move. I think it increases your uh, attack speed and accuracy. Um, and, uh, you know, it, any, any move that uh, boosts any of your attacking moves as well as your speed um, gets you ready to lay down the smackdown on an opponent's entire team. So I don't think it's speed. I think it's defense. I think it's attack, defense, and accuracy. Yeah. I used to use this okay. move a lot with a Dratini and Pokemon yeah. X. And uh, I remember I needed I needed it to boost my defense a lot because it was at super low level. <laughs> yeah. I would, so just, it's like- I would just spam this move. It's like a calm mind that also makes you a little bit more accurate, mm-hmm. except for on the, the physical side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think uh, Ekans and Arbok have uh, enough toys to play with to, to not uh, exclude them entirely. I mean, I don't think they're a terrible Pokemon, don't get me wrong. I just think they're wildly mediocre. Yeah, they're, pi- they're pigeonholed into being like... Uh, bad guy pokemon yeah especially in the anime my goodness jesse's arbok and ekans are uh, paired with the wheezing it's just a ridiculous (laughs) couple (laughs) i think uh that's why i love them so much too is because i love jesse i love james and I, i i love everything that they bring to the table in terms of their pokemon and um that means um Ekans and Arbok will always like they'll always have the the tude, the face, the <laughs> Prepare for trouble. <laughs> Make it double. To protect the world from devastation. To unite all peoples within our nation. That's a nice line. That's a nice line. 
It really is. To unite all peoples within our nation. I never even thought about that. It's basically like a world peace kind of deal. Yeah. That's nice. To extend our reach to the stars above. If they said those words right now on any political stage, I'd be like, mm-hmm. all right, they're into the space program. Nice. They're into peace. Oh, um, wow. To denounce the evils of truth and love. I don't know about that. Um, yeah, that one. <laughs> it's like, do you love anything? All right. <laughs> and I love wrong, like false shit. <laughs> you're like well that that doesn't make much sense but um workshop that one yeah <laughs> we're blasting off the speed of light surrender, surrender now. now prepare to fight meowth that happens to be correct <laughs> <laughs> affirmative um so i i think uh i learned some weird facts about ekans i learned this cute fact a baby Ekans, while painful, a newborn Ekans bite is not venomous. <laughs> Which is funny because it's like, I think of a cute baby Ekans, and it's like still going to really fuck you up, but it's not going to kill you. So you're like, aw, that fucking hurts. Good Ekans. <laughs> Ouch. Um, and then I also learned that its jaw can detach to swallow large prey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but it, it eats can... the eggs of large of birds like Pidgey and Spiral, Spiro, whole the whole thing, mm-hmm. one gulp. So, so they can hatch in their tummy. Yeah. Ooh. After they go enough steps, but they may not be able to go enough steps because sometimes eating a big meal can make them too heavy to move and become stuck and even cause them to faint. Oh, oh wow! Man. But Same. then again, I've eaten that much. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever gone yeah. for all you could eat sushi and then eaten too oh. much? Yes, every time I've gone to All You Can Eat Sushi, actually. Yeah. yeah. Everybody looks at me and they say, oh, this big lug, he can eat his entire weight in sushi. And I'm like, no, my belly is at maximum elasticity. I really struggle to eat more than a roll and a half of sushi. I really do. I, I know people who can eat many, many rolls. And I've gone to um Well, have you tried sushi. dislodging your jaw? Well, you know, that's a, that's a really great strategy. I'm going to have to take that from Ekans. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever opened your mouth up really, really wide and then you hurt yourself accidentally by doing that? <laughs> yes, your jaw, like, yeah. you know, like your under mouth pops. Yeah. yeah. I had, and then you're like, um, I guess I'm just like this now. <laughs> yeah. I had an extreme amount of orthodontic, orthodontic work on my mouth when I was a kid. I had like the most insane... No, but I had the most insane overbite and the biggest uh, gap in my two front teeth that you've ever seen. It was really horrendous. So it was like a constant thing of me just going to the orthodontist and then just putting this like contraption in my mouth to keep it open at all times. Let me tell you something. I was not a snake in my last life because (laughs) it was always a struggle and I hope to never relive those days and I don't wish five years of orthodontist appointments on anybody. If you were a dog, they'd uh, breed you to make those traits predominant. I don't know about that. I was a pretty hideous looking child. <laughs> yeah, but they, they like little uh, overbite dogs with uh, weird toothy grins. I legitimately had no chin. Aww. That's how much of an overbite I had. <laughs> um, I, I can totally agree with that because... Um, 
whenever I'm at the dentist, I, I want to make it as easy on them as possible. So I'm like, I'm just going to open my mouth so wide. And they're going <laughs> to say to me, wow, Peter. Wow. You're so good. You make my life so easy. But usually they're just like, hey, could you close up a little bit? <laughs> really? Yeah. It's always the opposite for me. I'm always, they're always like, hey, um, is that... That's it? Can you open a little wider? Like, do we need to get the contraption to keep it open for you? I'm like, no, just stop. They probably look at me and judge me like, oh, man, look at how many things I could fit in there. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this fucking kid's showing off. What a... <laughs> I hate showboaters. He's probably really talented. Yeah. Um, fit like eight ice pops in there. But or was... eight Ekans. <laughs> What I always liked about snakes is uh, when we were at the uh, vet is that you um, you wouldn't have to uh, give them like a medication to go home with because the snakes digest so slowly. All you do is take a handful of like big pills and you just throw <laughs> it in the back of their throat. And then you, you just say to them, yeah, that's like a month's worth of medication. They'll digest it as slowly as possible. So you're, you're good. That's awesome. Yeah. So easy to treat a snake if they just need like, like random medication. You just throw like, <laughs> I just like 10 you pills like... back there. Like emptying like a thing of Tylenol into like a tube sock. <laughs> yeah. Open up wide. Ah. Well, I guess so, it's like the snake has a permanent hold item. Yeah. <laughs> just fill it with orange berries. I mean, that's how it would work. You just, uh, you'd say, ah, I might get into a fight next month, so I better give him this, uh, this lepa berry now. <laughs> He's been working on a focus sash. <laughs> Uh, but you may not know a lot about Ekans, and I know Ash, for as much as he fought it, didn't really know shit about Ekans, um, because, weirdly enough, Ekans and Goldeen are some of the only Pokemon to have not been scanned by Dexter, Ash's Pokedex. Wait, 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 so... Ash encountered Ekans so many times yeah. at Arbok with well, Team Arbok, Rocket, and I he think never he scanned, scanned them? He scanned Arbok. He didn't scan Ekans? Ekans was not scanned. Wow. Well, it's probably because they were being attacked, and he was like, what's that? And yeah. they're like, coughing. It does farts from its pimples. And then, like, he wasn't going to be like, oh, I'm getting attacked. What about this one? I'm like, Ekans. To be Ekans fair, though, Ash has whipped out that Pokedex under attack many a time. Yeah. When he was in much more danger than people uh, as compared to Team Rocket. Be like, what's that? The clitoris. Oh, uh, myth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every, he constantly has that shit out. Like, he'll wake up and it'll be like, Pikachu. And he'll be like, whoa. And it will be like, Pikachu. He's here every fucking day, you dumb piece of shit. Like, I love that, like, they switch things. And before he gets Togepi, we just watched that episode. <laughs> Professor Oak's just like, yeah, dude, you got to update your OS. It's got a new voice. And it's like obviously just a voice actor trying to do the other voice and it still sounds close enough they didn't need to say shit but you know anytime they localize that they're just whatever um but that's all i really have about ekans i have one other factoid um uh ekans uh is 
Uh, six foot, uh, six feet seven inches, uh, which is pretty big. Um, and then Arbok is eleven feet six inches, which is the same height as Groudon, the continent Pokemon. Really? Holy shit. <laughs> he he is uh one of the tallest Pokemon. Um, huh. and I was like, geez, that's gotta be so big. But apparently, uh, King Cobras can be up to 18 feet long. Wow. Uh, but are generally between 10 and 13 feet long. So uh, Arbok is like a average King Cobra. So, and I just, I never really thought about how freaking big those snakes were. That's um, crazy because I look at Groudon and I'm like, man, that's a huge Pokemon. And then, yeah. man, to they're like fair, the same height. To be fair, Groudon does have 2,000 pounds on a Arbok. So. Very true. Very um, true. Another thing, and he's a little chotier. He's bigger. He's bigger. He's got that width. Um, yeah. Another thing that I read, I don't know if it was a Pokedex entry or it's some fact, um, that Ekans, uh, at the older it gets, the longer it gets. Yeah. The older... So I wonder if that's just like a starting base, the 6-7. That was a Pokedex entry. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he could make that 19 feet and uh, chase chase around J-Lo in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps. You know, this, you know, it's a living. This Ekans don't want none if you don't have buns, hon. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot said that. Good thing Jesse has buns. I guess uh, the only other thing, because I feel like now is a good time to pivot to um, my favorite girl, uh, Jessie. Um, but I do have a poem that I found. Oh, Ooh. I would love to hear a poem. Uh, I've been uh, with each of these Pokemon looking for anybody online that like actually has like strong feelings that they want to get out in like poem or art just so I can meditate on that. And 11 years ago, I stumbled upon a YouTube video that I completely forgot about. I think it was on Kotaku or something. And it was, um, it was written and, uh, performed by Jim Sterling who, um, they are a, a video game reviewer, um, and he his favorite Pokemon is Ekans, uh, and he wrote a poem about it, and I don't know how far I can go into this poem, because it gets really, really risque. Oh, so, you better not stop now. <laughs> okay. I need to hear it all. All of all it, right. the whole thing. I think <laughs> it's pretty long, so you tell me when to stop. Uh, and Don't stop. I'll start right now. Uh, ready and begin. Ekans, you're a purple snake. Thoughts of you keep me awake. I try to keep you out of mind, but dreams of Ekans are close behind. Of Pokemon, you are the best. You're snakier than all the rest. A purple-headed length of thumb, the greatest ever Pokemon. You're utterly magnificent. I back you 100%. Those who dislike you are perpetual cowards, afraid to admit that you are snake backwards. Let me tell you why you rock. You evolve into Arbok. Your, 
You're poison, cold-blooded, and part of Team Rockets. I put you in my Pokewalker and keep you in my pockets. I sometimes wish that you had hands so that you could hold me as we stand. In my bedroom, possibly? Please say yes and be with me. And then you could use your purple fingers to caress me in a way that lingers, firmly push me to the ground. I promise I won't make a sound. Your arms well, are sinew, purple muscle, forcing me to be your vessel. I oh. try to fight, but can't say no. I feel your purple manhood grow. It's quiet, rough, and full of shame. You don't even know my name. I whisper <laughs> gently for some love, but you won't even touch me without gloves. What did I do, dear sweet Ekans? Why make me do that to your glands? I bear the brunt, the pain, the guilt. You've gone as I sit and start to wilt. I still love you, want you inside. I burn with shame, but cannot hide this passion that I hold for you. Your abuse is all that I hold true. Ekans, one day I will be yours. I'm just your little snaky whore. Take me, snake me, give me your all, and take all my little pokeballs. <laughs> is that it? That's it. Oh my. Oh, wow. You know, Yay. Oh, it, like, it was a really nice poem. It was really cute at first, but then it escalated so quickly. Um, it's just this like euphoric, like, touch me, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Well, who thinks, who thinks of, I mean, I guess we shouldn't even get into that because there's many Pokemon <laughs> that are sexualized, but yeah. Ekans is not on that list for me. Uh, well, I'm going to give. Is. I'm going to grade this. You had me. I'm going to give it an F, though, because then it got to he was discussing fingers and arms. Ekin, like, there's so many things you could talk about. but Yeah, but he says, I sometimes wish that you had hands so you could hold me as oh. we stand. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's him visualizing uh, and um, pretending that Ekans did have hands. Got it. It was a dream. Yeah. Sequence of sex for sure. A yeah. sex dream about Ekans. Man. Seconds. Seconds. <laughs> yeah. Once you have uh make love with Ekans, sometimes you just wish for seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh you know what Arbok leads to? More cock. Muck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, so do we want to go into some Arbok now that we heard that beautiful Ekans <laughs> toad? Yeah, let's, let's proceed because I, I, uh, it felt very uncomfortable to say that all. I just also think that it's a beautiful work of literature, so I could not keep it. I love how passionately you read it too. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. Yeah, Jim Sterling did a great job with that. You could... You could <laughs> You could look it up, too. It's an 11-year-old video just uh, about Ekans, and I think you just have to search, like, Ekans Kotaku or Ekans Jim Sterling. Um, I have a little bit more to talk about with that in the the end of this episode, but <laughs> without uh, giving that away yet, Arbok, basically, I think we've gone through most of it, but um, like I was saying before, it's stated that... Um, I think I talked about this in the first episode, actually. It stated that if any part of Ekin, of Arbok's body, except for its head, is cut off, it can regrow the rest of its body again in a matter of a few weeks. Oh, geez. So Do you know... 
It could go up to 12 feet and then be uh, cut back Two down. Feet. To, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think the reason this was added was to retcon, retcon the brutality of the manga. Yeah, this mm. is a very famous panel. Yeah, it's a famous panel. I know we talked about it in the first episode, but for those just joining us now. Um, so there is a Pokemon manga that instead of following the adventures of Ash, which there is a comic, more kind of it's a manga, but it's a more traditional American comic uh, in printing. Um, but this one follows, you know, like red, blue, green. So blue in Pokemon Tower gets attacked by Koga, who is working with Team Rocket. He sends out his Charmeleon, who attacks Koga's Arbok, and uh, kills it. Slices it in half at, like, the hood of the Cobra, and you see it's, like, neck meat and shit. And everything's like, oh! You see its little, uh, like, uh, spinal column. And it looks like beef inside. It looks like he butchered it. And it's crazy. That issue alone, like... Uh, Red's Bulbasaur, Vine Whip's dead reanimated Pokemon that like Ghastly and Haunter have brought back to life, and it squeezes the eyeballs out of the skull of a uh, dead Psyduck. It's fucking metal. Wow. But that's like one of the things where like they went so hard that they were like headache. (laughs) Sigh. 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 So later, when they actually get to Koga. He's, they're like, oh, the Arbok's here. And he's like, yeah, dude, Arbok could like, regrow as long as you don't cut its head off. Which is, funny enough, exactly what Charmeleon did. But they were like, no, nah, yeah. you know, where do you, which, what's the head of the snake? At what point do you reach neck? At what point do you reach fingers to touch that guy's butthole? I don't know. It's all <laughs> confusing in snake land. I, I guess so. Because the, the hood is technically still part of a cobra's body, so... Yeah, I guess it's just that little teeny tip at the top. Yeah. Yeah, all I know is that when I was a little baby, uh, they did cut the the hood of my uh, Arbok <laughs> off. <laughs> same. Oh. Same. Oh. Um, but also, did you know that the hood uh, of an Arbok has a face-like pattern yes. and has you know what's 20, so interesting? 20 possible variations? Wow. I thought... I don't know why, but the first time I saw an Arbok, that's what I saw first. I thought that was its face. And then I looked up and I'm like, oh, no, 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 his face is there. But I, I thought that was the top of the Pokemon. That um, means the, the Arbok hood. was trying to kill you. It was trying to scare you and you were its prey because that's no. what it uses it for. Yeah. Well, I think for um, snakes in general, I mean, um, they have the venom that they can inject into you. But that takes a lot of uh, their uh, energy to do, to produce venom. So Mm -hmm. all they want to do is scare you away. And in fact, cobras, I found out, for being so deadly, are some of the most timid snakes. Because I guess because their venom is like top shelf they're just like i'm not gonna waste this on (laughs) on you on a human i can't even um i can't even unhinge my mouth that wide meanwhile bees are just like (laughs) hey fuck you i'm gonna die now (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah well that's the thing about bees is that the the queen is the only one that matters they're all gonna you know most of them die by winter anyway and they all just sit in a 
big old ball and they vibrate <laughs> around their queen. Hey, it sounds pretty nice. Yeah. Sounds legit. <sighs> to be a queen. Mm. Mm. To be a queen bee, like Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, what I was saying earlier in the episode, uh, the faces, the variations of faces on the R-Box hood uh, depends on the territory that they're from. So it's ah. basically a regional thing. Maybe not as heavy as like the as we talked about, like Radicate so yeah. or getting the different coloration, but it is it is regional. That makes I, me upset though, because you would think like they have rewritten this Pokedex entry for uh Arbox several times. I mean you can see like there's the uh, it talks about the hood arrangement in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. It talks about it in the earlier games, but like, you know, they literally rewrite these Pokedex entries and they never give it a different form. Like for Galarian or Alolan, like, you know, this is the Pokemon to make a different version of, and they just don't do it. I'm looking them up now and they're, uh, <laughs> they're not that different. It's just like, um, yeah, you could see the face in there. It's sort of like a, a wicked smiley. And the only thing that changes with it is the color of the the smile's mouth and eyes, really, mm. from form to form. Yeah, so, but you would think that they would make completely different versions of them, given the region. Like Alolan or Galarian or something of that sort. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, it really does change. But um, I don't think, like... If you trade a an Arbok from like a let's say a fire red and you trade it up to like an emerald, I don't think it's going to have yeah, a different it, it's I don't not think retain it, it. It's it retains just be that it's, sprite. Yeah, I think that's just the way the, the sprite will present in that game, so Yeah. But it's still fascinating. It's still interesting that they did something like that. Oh wow. I'm looking at pictures of Arbok, and I just came across um, uh, not safe for work. (laughs) I mean, how much more unsafe can it get after that lovely poem you shared? Well, I guess there's a bunch of people that like uh, seeing female gym leaders being uh, choked to death. Oh my god! I was like, there's like a very dark web version of Pokemon out there, which is really, really interesting. Yeah, I'm glad I grew up right, and I respect Pokemon, and I and women, (laughs) and women Pokemon. Yeah, like Jinx, which is literally a Pokemon that is like just a woman. It should be Uh, called the Boob Pokemon. I actually stumbled across a uh, YouTube video uh, that listed all of the times that Ash Ketchum has been canonically uh, kissed. And most of the times it was Pokemon. And uh, two of those were uh, Jinx and Smoochum. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Smoochum at least has it in her name. Yeah. And she's kind of cute. Yeah, she's a cutie patootie. (laughs) Yeah. She's so small. Um, so back to Arbok. <laughs> uh, did you know that the Arbok is actually also based on the Basilisk? No, I did not know that. Basilisk, which many people know because of Harry Potter, um, is a, basically like a dragon-like snake. 
It is a, a poisonous serpentine dragon that will kill people with its stare. Um, and they believe this is what inspired Glare, the uh, main Pokemon. But also hints of this are shown in Ekans and Arbok's egg move, uh, egg group, which is basically the different Pokemon that they can breed with to produce an egg. They are also in the dragon uh, yes, egg, egg group. Yes, I did read that. So pretty, pretty interesting. Hmm. So that means Arbok can fuck dragons. Yeah, well, I mean, what is a Dragonair but a sexy Arbok? <laughs> Very like, true. It's like Arbok <laughs> Premium. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like a Lexus uh, compared to my, uh, you know, Mitsubishi Mirage. Yeah. Uh, Arbok is just the, the bing to Dragonair's yeah. Google. <laughs> yeah. But... We have Dragonair at home. Dragonair at home. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, it's just like, oh, you can go play Nintendo at your friend's house. And it's just like, oh, no, they have a uh, Sega CD. (laughs) It's it's like, oh, no, they they have a Sviper at home. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. They have... uh, (laughs) A light bright that your your mom <laughs> oh, calls yes. the, the Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, they have Simon. <laughs> they taped oh. a Simon to a bop it. <laughs> they have a broken leapfrog. <laughs> hey, don't don't hate on leapfrog. That was my jam. I'm sorry. Uh, may it be known to all podcast listeners that I actually uh, am, am not anti-leapfrog i think that (laughs) it teaches kids the fundamentals i learned all my 50 states and capitals on a leapfrog oh i should have had one because i to this day would not be able to tell you uh any states or capitals all right really sarah phoenix (laughs) arizona all right that was easy because i went the reverse way idaho wyoming oh shit uh isn't that cheyenne or something like that that actually sounds right. I don't know that one. That's Alaska. Delaware. Fuck. I don't know that one. That's it. Fuck is it. You're right. <laughs> uh, Mount Cheese. <laughs> oh, that's that's in um the lower left quadrant of Montana. <laughs> um, eh, it's Wisconsin. Damn. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I don't really have much more about Arbok either. The only thing I have about the both of them is the trading card game. For Ekans, it appears on 14 different cards. And then Arbok, Arbok gets a whopping 15 cards. So one more Arbok card to its Ekans card. Which I never found any Ekans or Arbok cards to be particularly interesting. You know, Mm -hmm. most of them are in the darkness type. But other than that, they're pretty again mediocre cars, just like they're they're reality. They're just mediocre Pokemon. I wonder if there's like a full art or something. Arbok I don't think there that, is. Who knows? Who knows? Um. Oh man, I just like looking at Ekans though. He's cute. <laughs> Are you gonna write a newer version of that poem? Yeah, I would just you know, I I would, I would write it more cute. I really. I really don't want to uh, have an inappropriate relationship with any Pokemon. Yet. 
<laughs> yet. I'll let but you know. But if you had to, which one would it be? Which one would it be? Yeah. Um, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Alakazam, because he's smart. But uh, that probably makes it worse. Why? He'll have a lot of intelligence of how to please you. Um, my friend Alec, he had a Alakazam, and uh, he nicknamed it Anal Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the spoons might help. So uh, that's why I've always, like I've, I've always <laughs> here's a picture of Ekans sitting on a Honda Civic. <laughs> what? I'll send it to you. <laughs> what? Where do people come up with these things? Well, there's not. Oh, well, good. Look, a Honda Civic, another mediocre car. So just the, the, the name of the game with Arbuck is mediocre. Man, I feel bad. That's mean. Honda and, Civic uh, is one of the most reliable cars. I have a Honda Civic. <laughs> so you're but good. You know in the, it's... In the anime, Arbok is anything but, uh, let's say, reliable for the only real Arbok trainer. Jesse of Team Rocket. Yes. Mm-hmm. So because I have, this... I have a lot of information written down for Jesse, and I know you do too, Dave. Yeah, because we knew this episode wasn't going to really have too much of a punch, uh, which actually we made it much farther than I expected to, just talking it's, about... Yeah. I'm actually surprised. <laughs> but we thought it would be fun to really delve into the trainer of Arbok and Ekans, um, because Jesse is... Jesse's like the... like. Jesse and James are the bulk and skull of Pokemon. Like, even when, like, the Power Rangers were in space and it was a different time, for some reason, bulk and skull were still there. So you just need to, like, continue on, and they need to be respected. And for these big trainers that are so closely tied with these Pokemon, I mean, it's worth bringing them up. So Uh, the more I read about Jesse, the more I absolutely loved her. She is, oh, man, she she's so relatable in so many different levels um she's she, either really depressing yeah. or really inspiring I'm yeah not sure i think which. a little both yeah you know i mean every inspiring person comes from a little bit of a depressive story right yeah mm-hmm. well she's got a a good lesson uh to teach the the youths i think uh and what i mean by that is that um I mean, canonically, I think she's uh, at least 25 years old, uh, probably a little older than that, and has failed, tried and failed at many different things over the years and never really found her her niche, um, but eventually uh, settled uh, into a, a place where she was happy with two of her best buddies in the entire world and eventually uh you know went on to even gr- greater things that i never watched because i wasn't uh watching the anime anymore so uh i you know she comes from uh absolute poverty um i i, I don't know exactly uh dave do you, do you know uh, her her backstory? Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, it was it's very intense. Yeah. 
I'll uh, so, I'll let you take over. So first of all, um, I learned a lot of this. There's a lot online, but I also watched a YouTube video that's like the sad tale of Jesse. Yes, and by uh, Charisharu, who does a lot of different uh, anime videos and some good Pokemon ones. So it's worth checking out. So basically. Uh, around when Jessie was born, her father was never in the picture, so she was raised by her mother. We learned um, in, in a Pokemon radio play that only aired in Japan to tie into Pokemon the first movie that Jessie's mother was a high-ranking officer in Team Rocket, and um, she led a team... Uh, oh, by the way, her name was Miyamoto. Yeah, Miyamoto. Or Miyamoto, excuse me. Yeah, uh, not, not after Shigeru Miyamoto, but after, I think, an ancient, uh, like, honorable samurai. It makes sense because she was very devoted to Team Rocket and to pushing forward and basically was a single mother. So while she was on these missions, she kept Jesse, young little Jesse, in foster care. They were extremely poor and um, basically was trying to hit it big with Team Rocket so that she could, um, you know, live the good life and give her kid a better life. So she led an expedition into the jungles um, on an early hunt for Mew. Which, of course, leads to uh, Pokemon the first movie, the whole thing with Mewtwo and the hunt for Mew. Um, unfortunately, that group of Team Rocket that she led, she led into the, the jungle never came home. Yeah. Canonically um, it, eaten by 57 Arbok. <laughs> yeah, so they kicked the bucket. They died. Yeah. Um, and then from there, she basically grew up in um, an orphanage in foster care and there's a woman who cared for her and we get one of the saddest things uh that i think in early pokemon is uh and they made it like less depressing in the u.s anime but it was like more way too depressing for like the japanese one so you learn why jesse loves snow in an episode about like i think the pokemon get trapped in the snow but the reason that Jesse loved snow growing up is because there's so much of it and you can eat as much as you want. Yeah. Because food was scarce growing up. And you could just sculpt it into things that you want to eat and just pretend and then you eat it and there's always more. And her foster care, the mother, uh, well, not mother, but like it looked like an older lady. Yeah. Who took care of her would sculpt and make a, as she said, a beautiful smorgasbord of snow food for yeah. her. And because they couldn't supply her with all the different food in the world, they would make her this huge banquet of snow food. Yeah. Like uh, little uh, buns and uh, sushi, it looked like. Little uh, sushi rolls. Just anything to make little Jesse happy. Yeah. And in Japan, in well, in the U.S. one, she says, like, wow, what an incredible smorgasbord. Yeah. In the Japanese one, it's kind of translated to say, I wonder if I'll ever be punished for indulging myself like this. 
Yeah. Like, the guilt of even pretending to, like, overindulge with knowing of her upbringing and what she has is so sad. Yeah, and then she, uh, what, eventually tries her hand at a a bunch of different things. Uh, She tried her hand first at being a pop idol with her with her two friends and her two friends were uh passed an audition and she was the only one who failed she later on decided maybe she could be a nurse joy but the nepotism in that field is ridiculous so you uh, don't say (laughs) it's crazy so um also, one thing, too, that kind of ate at the back of her, her brain is that she had, like, a young love, like, a, a high school sweetheart named Aston. Mm, Aston and basically, Kutcher. he wanted to be a Pokemon coordinator or something, and he was like, we could start a whole new life together. Come with me in my adventure. We could be together. And she stayed to basically make something of, something of herself. She's like, I'm going to become a Pokemon idol. I'm sorry. And things just never came. So it's like the what if always lies in her head. Yeah. But the nepotism for the Nurse Joy thing is incredible. (laughs) Yeah. So what was the actual reason that she couldn't? Her grades were too bad, right? She had really bad grades. So she couldn't, with her bad grades, she couldn't make it into Pokemon Nursing School. So she actually applied for Pokemon Nursing School. As in... Not this nursing school to help Pokemon, but the school that they put Chanseys through so that Chanseys can work <laughs> at a Pokemon Center. Yeah. The only problem is Chanseys, uh, just their natural ability is that they don't really have to sleep. Chanseys can just, they're workhorses, so they work through the night. They got and a lot of HP. They sure do. Yeah. But Jesse, being the only human in a Pokemon class, couldn't keep up with them and couldn't stay awake. And because of that, she fell short and wasn't able to graduate. Yeah. So that was a couple of failures um, that led to her joining a bike gang. Is that her her next? mm -mm. There's even more more failures. Oh, man. So um, it's described in a different episode that she did a short time as a model she was a failed model she tried to do that in the Hoenn region uh, she starts doing Pokemon contests and in the beginning when she goes there to discuss it she has a Pokemon contest ID like the contest pass and she tries to join and basically they're like "Uh, this is expired this is very old And she talks about her past where she tried her hand in being a Pokemon contest trainer and failed. But then has some success in it later in the Hoenn episodes. Yeah. But um, after that, she goes to a more regular school, which we learn in the episode um, with Poketech. You remember when there's that little kid who, like, they put him on a treadmill and, like, they beat the shit out of you if you get it wrong? And it's like, you have to be really smart to get through it. And they're like, who's that Pokemon? I remember like, that part. A Voltorb. Where, and and like, no, no, a Jigglypuff from above. Seen from above, yeah. <laughs> so she met James there. Oh, at that school? Mm-hmm. 
and then they both flunked out and joined the bike gang. Okay. And she was known as uh, Chainer Jesse because she could ride a bike and then whip a, a a sick chain above her head. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Like it doesn't matter if you failed everything else. If you if you could just you know r- ride a bike and then just whip people. I mean, gosh, that takes some serious balance, man. That's that's a success story right there. Yeah. Just- you're going to learn that, like, grades and resumes only take you so far. But doing cool shit. On a bike. Like, I, you could see a dude and he could be, like, not even a high school graduate, no job, terrible credit score, deadbeat dad. But if he puts on sunglasses and does a kickflip, fine by me. <laughs> right? Not, and, and this is in no way a judgment of, of what the this dude is like in real life. But how about a couple months ago when that video went viral of this dude riding a, a skateboard and drinking cranberry juice? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, it just helped that he was like a really nice, awesome dude in real life. But like, didn't matter. It was fucking awesome. Like, think about cranberry juice. He was drinking ocean spray. I mean, <laughs> arguably the coolest name for a cranberry juice. Um. I, what I realized too now uh, that we speak about this with uh, Jesse's backstory is I always thought why didn't Giovanni just kick their asses out? I think that they went through like uh, like seven hundred hot air balloons, yes. um, oh my gosh, machinery. Uh, like just the amount of uh, like diesel fuel they probably had to put into the like the, the magic carp submarine to keep it going. <laughs> and they didn't have any money, so that's all going onto a company credit card. But it makes sense that probably Giovanni felt really bad that this girl grew up without a, a mother and was just like, "Fine, go live your best life." <laughs> I'll take care of you. It'll be in our dime. No worries. But, you know, like Jesse and James, they're just like, they just continue the epitome of failure like constantly. But I have to commend them. They always just get back on their feet and try again. Because they care. All they want to do is unite all people within their nation. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And they're like really hot too. Like, yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, uh, one other thing that I wanted to uh, mention. Uh, I was looking up uh, voice actors. Um, and uh, let me see here. Um, uh, Jesse had two voice actors, Rachel Lillis and Michelle Knotts. Uh, both of them are also the voice actor uh, or actress for Misty. Ah. Oh, um, really? Yeah. I can't stand Misty's voice, man. It just drives me insane anytime I hear her go on and on and on and on and on. Oh, but that's Misty. just me. Eh, she's, she's okay. Uh, and then Ekans and Arbok are voiced by Eric Stewart. I love that guy. Who is also the voice of James and Brock. Hmm. Oh, interesting. And Seto Kaiba. And Seto Kaiba. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, what a talent there. Yeah. And I thought it was cool that um, uh, Ekans and Arbok are also James. So uh, Jesse's got, uh, you know, 
got a, a friend in her Pokemon and a friend right next to her in a, in a human being as well. Aw. I... Also, also, Jesse is short for Jessica. <laughs> oh. Well, it could have been it. It could have been something else because there's the episode where uh, James's parents pretend to uh, die. die so that they yeah. can get him to marry the identical like evil clone, like or uh, nice yeah. clone of Jesse named Jezebel. Jezebel, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the only other thing that I wanted to say. Is that um, actually? Is this not in the notes? Oh, here we go. Uh, Jesse. It's a lot of people believe that Jesse is around seventeen years old, which has been debunked. Basically, she is joining. She has to sign out a form for something, and on that, she says that she is seventeen, and that her um, her chosen profession. What is it? Is it like model or like diva, she writes. (laughs) And then there's another one where there is a lady who is like 121 years old or something. 120 years old. 120. She's she's like, I'm 10 times your age. Right. No, no, no. She's no. Jesse says, man, you're you're 10 times my age. And then Meowth is like, oh, that's a bit of an exaggeration, don't you think? (laughs) Yeah. So she lies about her age a lot, but. Yeah. From what people say, they're basically in their mid twenties. Yeah, she doesn't like being called old. She'll uh, get uh, really angry if somebody mentions her age, which is fair. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, she'll throw her mediocre Ekans at you. A gentleman never asks, and a lady never tells. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also her Ekans, she got her Ekans in the U.S. for her birthday. Oh. And then in the original, she got it for her, her Chugen or Ochugen. It's an annual event in Japan on the 15th day of the seventh lunar month when people give gifts to their superiors and acquaintances. Uh, it's an annual event for gift giving to, uh, to the ancestral spirits. Oh, so she must have been superior to somebody at some point in her yeah. life. <laughs> or just was an acquaintance, which is yeah. nice. But that's a nice thing to give an acquaintance. She appears as the character Jesse in uh, Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, Masters EX, and Pokemon Go. And um, but uh, the only other thing I really had for Jesse, too, is that uh, Jesse and James are named after the outlaw Jesse James ah. uh, which makes sense uh, now that I think about it when I think about uh, their rivals Butch and Cassidy oh my god I never realized that I know it blew my mind um, I'm this years old yeah <laughs> today uh, years old guys I was uh, today years old 17 yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a 17 diva alright <laughs> Uh, also, I'll say that she had a bunch of Pokemon, and it's still growing, but from what I see, she has, of course, Ekans, Arbok. She had a Wobbuffet, Seviper, yeah. a Yanma, Yanmega, a Pumpkaboo mm. that evolved into a Gorgeist, a Wurmple that evolved all the way up to Dustox, a Mimikyu, a Lickitung, and a Mawile. And apparently right now she has, like, a more Pico that hangs around her, too. Yeah, and then a Rotom Dex. Yeah. 
But um, and then the other thing that's crazy is Arbok and Weezing are no longer with Jesse and James. There's yeah. an episode in the anime where um, basically they come across a place where uh, it's in Hoenn, and it's a place of a herd of Ekans and coughing hang out together, and there are poachers, and Jesse and James fight the poachers to free all of the wild coughing and Ekans, and then reluctantly they order Weezing and Arbok to live in the oh, wild no. and guard the fellow Pokemon so that the poachers um, can basically, you know, to protect them from the poachers. Yeah, Aww. so they can finally get a win under their belt. And uh, it says here that um, that uh, the poacher used Tyranitar to attack Jesse and James and Meowth, even though it was clear that they wanted to stay and defend them. The two Pokemon have not been seen since then. Aww. They didn't want to go, but Jesse and James did the right thing. Yeah, and uh, another thing that I sort of remember is that um, even though Jesse and James were always, you know, uh, erring on the side of evil, um, Arbok and Weezing uh, have mentioned before when they have their uh, talking moments that um, they're not that bad there are no such thing as bad pokemon they say just um you know bad trainers telling pokemon what to do to do bad things and yeah. then every once mm-hmm. in a while jesse and james will say go do this and they'll say no we're not gonna do it because we're not as bad as you are so there's the episode they refuse to attack the diglet yeah that are trying to save all the pokemon in the valley they refuse to attack um, the Pokemon in the hospital that uh, brought them back to health. When they had to go to like the ER, yep. that's basically the George Clooney character helps and they them. They end up helping. They end up helping instead of hurting. Yeah. So I mean, it's right. And Arbok and like I love Jesse and James, but it just never felt right when they had other Pokemon. Wobbuffet, I get it. Wobbuffet became really big because of that, but it basically just did what Psyduck did. But yeah. like. I don't know. Also, they evolved just because they really wanted to, like, make yeah. them happy. I want I want you to to know how much we care about you. And it was yeah. it, really sweet. They they yeah. were so happy. Um, I'm getting choked in, up. In, yeah. <laughs> in, in terms of Pokemon that Team Rocket has had, though, uh, to get off topic, I love. And we could talk about this later when uh, James had a victory bell. Yeah, <laughs> that is one. I saw a tattoo of James <laughs> James in his victory bell. It was very yeah. good. But uh, but yeah, that's that's, that's the Pokemon that I would uh, make love to. That <laughs> well, uh, Max Mofo, a uh, Pokemon card opener and uh, YouTube personality, swears it's in Australia. Yeah, an Australian YouTube personality swears that Weepin' Bell is the Pokemon Fleshlight. Uh, and that's his his choice. Um, so, do you guys have anything else to share? Um, no. It was light for the, the two snakes. <laughs> well, we went an hour, so. I know, bad. I'm surprised. So, uh, I... This is kind of funny. I 
could not find a um, Wayback Machine, old GeoCities aged Ekans or Arbok website. But when I searched, I found a Destructoid article uh, entitled, Why Ekans is the Best Pokemon from 2016. Oh. Funny That's enough. pretty recent. Funny enough. Well, I mean, it's five years ago, but. Um, still pretty recent. Still, yeah. But funny enough, I looked this up later. Uh, look behind the curtain. We were going to record this episode but then they announced Arceus and uh, Diamond Pearl and everything so we did that this episode comes out much later so that's why it seems crazy but um, I looked because I learned about the poem that Peter wanted to share with us and funny enough the same guy wrote this whole article oh yeah (laughs) and it is reasons why Ekans is the best Pokemon and Destructoids like a video game nerd pop culture website and i first when i saw it it was expecting like you know actual facts because there's always something like when we learned about the um the uh what, what was it the ratatat attack thing fear fear yeah the fear yeah. tactic making ratatat one of the strongest pokemon so i was like you know there's Wait. always strange things about that rat ratatitty you mean ratatitty yeah, of course ratitty ratitty um, so there was only 500 Pokemon in the world at this point, And he says, Ekans, uh, uh, there are almost 500 Pokemon in the world. That's a lot. And there's so many unique, varied Pokemon, pocket monsters out there. It's hard to separate the wheat from the chaff and determine which creatures are the best. Of course, if you're smart and hip with the kids like I am, then you already know the answer. In fact, the answer is in the very first Pokemon games ever made. Ekans is absolute. I cannot stop <laughs> thinking about Ekans. So, here are the reasons. I'm just going to go through them. Number one reason why Ekans is the best Pokemon. Ekans is snake backwards. Ekans blows your mind every time you hear its name. (laughs) Uh, Ekans is purple. Purple is the best color. And it is coincidence that Ekans is purple. Evidently not. Ekans is the color of Win, And his coloring puts him in the same league as many other wonderful things that are also purple. For instance, Prince, (laughs) the man who invented (laughs) funk, is famous for this color. The Purple Heart, the medal that's given to old people for some reason. The rock band Deep Purple, and of course Grimace from McDonald's all share this trait, and they are all brilliant things. I love Deep Purple. Jesse from Team Rocket has an Ekans. Jesse from Team Rocket uses an Ekans, which is proof positive that it is the best Pokemon, since I want to have sex with Jesse from Team Rocket. There it is. I was waiting for something. <laughs> There's more there. Ekans is a poison Pokemon. Poison Pokemon are the best ones. Coughing, Mux, Viper, the list of top-notch poisoners are too numerous to name. They are considered one of the superior defensive Pokemon types in the game because of their type resistance and ability to inflict status ailments. But that one's whatever. And then this one is just this picture. <laughs> and it is a picture of an anime sexy girl that is, it's like if Ekans was a sexy girl oh, no. <laughs> with like big boobs. It says Ekans evolves into Arbok. Arbok is an absolutely fantastic Pokemon. It's a giant purple cobra and doesn't afraid of anything. It also shouts Charbok in the cartoon in a really <laughs> funny voice. And that makes me laugh incredibly loudly whenever I think about, even if I'm at a funeral, which really upsets my aunt Gladys. My stupid aunt didn't understand it when I explained that I was thinking of Arbok, though, which is probably why her husband killed himself in the first place. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm telling you, this website just takes so many left turns. Ekans has the best fan site in the world. Clearly, I the fan site's gone now, so it doesn't help. 
Ekans eat Pidgeys. Who really likes Pidgeys? Stupid, bland, weak, worthless bird. Fuck you. I like Pidgey. I mean, then the, right. the next one, it says Ekans. And it just says Ekans, 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 Ekans. And uh, that's how it ends. <laughs> that's on Destructoid. Wow. Written by Jim Sterling. And those and were only... five years ago? Yeah, but that was also like, I did not read everything. I cut out a lot of it. <laughs> Like, uh, I did, I cut out the part where they say that, uh, Jesse has quote massive norks sticking out of her, the front of her and wears really short skirts, even when it's cold, which means she knows she is sexy and is showing off because she is a minx. I have never heard the term norks. Me neither. Like, okay. I have to read the rest of this. Wait, wait, wait. wait, He's British. Or, um, so, oh my god, it only gets th- better. He calls them wobblers. <laughs> wobblers. That's great. Here's the thing, though, with Norks. So, we live in New Jersey, and there's this huge thing where the town Newark is supposed to be pronounced Nork. So, now I'm thinking about the town Nork for tits. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about Wobblers, New Jersey. <laughs> wobblers, New Jersey. Norks, New Jersey, where the titties are at. Ratitty, where you at? <laughs> Ratitty. Uh, another thing I just remembered is in that one episode uh, where uh, Ghastly is scaring off uh, the attacking Pokemon. He turns into a mongoose, like an actual real life mongoose to scare off Ekans as if like a real life actual mongoose is. Uh, but wouldn't Ekans just eat that? No. no. Mongooses kill snakes. Yeah. Do they? Yeah, they're no. like nature's enemies that's why zangoose and uh Sviper were made together they're like foils to each other oh they're made for each other because they secretly love each other yeah they love their norks <laughs> i mean who doesn't love norks i mean that's true norks are great it's true. i mean i know that i've grown up because i used to think that misty was cute but now i know that uh uh Jesse is a real classy lady. Tastes change as you grow up. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, soon I'll be thinking Agatha's just the cutest. <laughs> <laughs> Only Ash's mom for me. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I was thinking about that. Um, Ash's mom obviously is canonically getting it on with Professor Oak, right? Um, and yeah. Professor Oak... Uh, canonically gives ash the weakest starting pokemon ever um who absolutely hates his guts did they want ash to die (laughs) probably also i always wonder about the pokemon war because the only men that are alive in pokemon are pretty much either elderly or like in another like job yeah like there's like the professors And then there's, like, you see the gym leaders, but, like, the first one you see is Lieutenant Surge, who legit was in the wars. Yeah. So I wonder uh, if, like, Ash's dad and everybody just fucking died. And then a whole bunch of sailors. Who, yeah, and they were probably, you know, fighting. Because even, like, you think about it, like, all of the medical professionals, all of the police officers... Like, everybody other than basically sailors, which is, like, the Navy, uh, and, like, that one army man, and then, like, criminals are, like, dudes. It's weird. Yeah. 
Who knew? Yeah. What can you do? I mean, those Pokemon aren't going to free themselves of that oil. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah. Good episode. That, that was a good episode. Yeah. Charabak. Yeah. Thank you for teaching me a new word. Norks. <laughs> Norks. Hold on to your norks, because we'll have a really big episode coming for you next. Oh, jeez. The, the Mr. Pokemon himself, Pikachu. <laughs> Pika oh, Pikachu. Pikachu. We may need to break it up into multi-apps, because it's he's a he's yeah. a he's a big one. But uh, until then, you can find us on Instagram at Daycare Dittos. Also, at our homes, find. Don't find us there, but find us on Instagram and tell us what's up. (laughs) We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and uh, have a great rest of your day. Ekans! Charabak! Charabak! Nork, 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 n